12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 All right, welcome to another episode of the Long Balls podcast. We've had some time to digest the news. The Super League, we recorded that emergency podcast, or should I say Tyler and Sam recorded it. It has collapsed since then. (laughs) The biggest rise and fall ever of a... I will say, since the news was announced, I was very confident it was going to collapse. Yeah, I agree. Well, ever since UEFA came out and was like, yeah, we're going to ban players. Well, because there was all the rumors about it. And there were already rumors that that would happen if the league actually like came to fruition. Mm-hmm. And whether they could or not is unclear. Whether they could do something like that. I mean, the domestic league should definitely kick that those teams out of their leagues, for sure. But whether UEFA could just be like, you can't play in the World Cup. I feel right, like, right. It doesn't FIFA competition, not a UEFA. Yeah, competition. maybe for the Euros they could have said something like that, mm-hmm. where they could be like, "Yeah, you can't play in the Euros." But well, UEFA isn't FIFA. No, but I think, yeah. but but I think UEFA still has control somehow over the international teams when they go to those. Probably because there was something about how those players would be banned because they have their rights technically with like UEFA, so they have like control because the CONCACAF players would not be banned from the world cup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like everybody was reacting about like oh Pulisic and Dest and all these other people would be banned well like, well that's different because we're under the CONCACAF rules so I, th- I think even though FIFA runs the world cup they're still subject to UEFA rules so all I'm hearing is all the um European squads besides Germany are banned so Argentina has an easier path so Messi can get his world cup <laughs> This is all. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting if only like the European players got banned. <laughs> like, yeah, just Europe. Well, that would be so bad for Europe though at the World Cup. Like, right? Then you then UEFA is just shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, they wouldn't do. Like, I don't think they would do that. Uh, they might because for I, the. I don't know. For I one World Cup. Really hard. Well, because basically, you would see it's the Super League going to call your bluff. And like you're gonna come out and say that you're gonna ban all these players in the hope that the Super League's gonna I bet fold. Look, look. So regardless of like take out the fan protest, if the only thing on the table was the threat of not being able to play in the Euros or the World Cup, I think the Super League would have happened. Really? I, I don't. Because I don't think they would have been able to enforce it. It's it's very unclear. That's what Perez was saying. Florentino Perez is like, oh, it's unclear if they could if they could actually do that to you guys. Like yeah, I feel that's like that's true because UEFA is the UEFA is a monopoly, but this is not the United States, so they're allowed to do what they please. And right. I did think it was I was very proud that Bayern were not a part of this. Now, yeah, Bayern enough, regardless of if good. they wanted to or not, the fans own 51 percent of every Bundesliga team. Right. So <laughs> the fans would have had their say regardless. Which is really poor by the Super League to try to get german teams in there when right you I, run the risk of that yeah breaking the whole thing apart. I, I saw a tweet the, i think the tweet was like yeah the super league failed to see the biggest issue which was that fans of every team would be against it they thought just fans from all the other teams would be against it right exactly <laughs> that's i saw the same one 
<laughs> like they fail to think that fans of their own teams would not would want not it. want it to happen. Right? And it's also strange to me that they didn't tell anybody else. It was just like the super high ups that every club knew about it. I can't. The managers I, didn't know. Players didn't know. Mm-hmm. That's the part that that just baffles me that they were able to keep this secret. Not not only from like a logistics, like should you tell them? Because obviously they should, or like a moral thing, like should you have told them? But just the fact that you could somehow keep that secret. I mean, you got to be talking to lawyers, to your accountants. Like there is levels to the administration that would have to know about this. And the fact that those levels knew about it, not the managers is because we, we, Sam and I had talked about how Sir Alex didn't know and how he's had like an executive role inside Man U since he left. Um, and like he was totally against it, had no idea that was going to happen. Sounds like Ed Woodward's like covering his ass right now, saying that he was against it. But that's like, what it, yeah, I mean, I think was that's, he? it's got that's BS, I think. It is quite the coincidence that as soon as like they announced like that it was collapsing, that he decided to leave. Apparently, he's right. been planning this for months. And then if he gonna... was, if he was against it, as soon as they announced they were joining it, he should have been like, I'm, I'm dipping. Right. And said, Hey, like, I don't, I don't agree with this. I mean, overall, big win for United, though, right? Huge. Well, the Woodward, Glazers Woodward are still here. The Glazers might sell it if, if the Glazers pressure. sell. Then huge win. <laughs> but but to me, they're just gonna appoint somebody. They're just gonna put appoint another Woodward. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, we get him out. But who? The problem was is the people that put him there in the first place. Yeah. So, but I think it's net positive so far. Players mm-hmm. seem to have united around it. Maguire yeah. showing some leadership. I Everyone's against really it, which is great. There was yeah. something else I saw. I think it was Pep that said it. Pep was like, why were Ajax not invited? They're one of the most historic teams. Yes. <laughs> and like, why Celtic too? Celtic, another historic team. Portsmouth. Right, Arsenal. Portsmouth, why weren't they invited? <laughs> uh, did you see uh, Ipswich's TikTok posted an account or post, posted a, um, a TikTok about um, you know the the clip from Rush Hour where it's like the little girl singing the song. She's like, um, I, I'm not gonna try to sing it, but um, it's that that trend that's going around. Um, and it was like clubs that have won a European trophy, a major European trophy. It was like Ipswich in the middle was the little girl, and then Arsenal and uh, Man City were the two in the front. <laughs> It was like uh, and it was yeah. like hashtag no to the super league all like, those comments. tweets were hilarious about like teams that have won like major trophies <laughs> or it's like i think it put their the team's last like trophy win last like major trophy win it was like arsenal 2004 <laughs> yeah and then like the only ones that were recent were like juventus barca real atletico yeah. what was that like when they win la Liga, like five six years ago a while ago yeah and then it's like man united tottenham and it was like 1960 <laughs> and like yeah <laughs> i think like, your league was bound to collapse. I don't know why they came out and announced it when they only had 12 teams after Bayern and Dortmund and PSG all said no. Yeah. And then they tried to get Porto. That was a weird one. They're a historic team, weird... but, they're, but they're bad. I mean, they did just make it pretty far. And oh, that was the, the other tweet I saw. It was but... like just coming straight at Juventus. It was like teams that have knocked at Juventus in the last few years. Yeah, I saw Leon, that. Porto, Ajax. <laughs> yes, that was a total shot at Juventus. <laughs> I mean, they're not even winning. They're not even in second in the Serie A. They might not qualify for the Champions League next year. Aren't they Signing like- Ronaldo backfired for them. Yeah. So oh, heavily. Totally. So they are only like two points ahead of now. They got locked in on that. Right. Another. 
I hope they don't. That'd be hilarious. Although I would probably pencil in a quick Europa League bet on Juventus to win. <laughs> hmm. But they right. probably hold. Um, Ronaldo, if they they're in the Europa League, it's just like I'm not. Real quick, just staying on Juventus, real quick. Um, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo's inability to stand in a wall is bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I saw your he would, tweet. He is the reason they got knocked out of the Champions League because of just heading away from the ball. And he did it again this weekend. Mm-hmm. They're playing some crappy Serie A team. The free kick goes in, whatever. If he jumps, it doesn't. Um, the lackadaisical leg, right the leg, leg lift. He just raises his leg and leans back. If he doesn't, like, they just don't give up that goal if he jumps. They have someone under the wall. They literally had someone behind the wall laying on the ground. So there's no excuse not to jump. Mm-mm. And then they give up that goal. I mean, they won three to one. They're playing a crappy team. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you not learn? And then after the match, I saw an article, Perlo to visit, revisit Ronaldo's free kick um, responsibility, something like that. Basically saying he's not going to be in the wall anymore. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, that makes sense. That's probably what Ronaldo's doing. He's like, I'm not jumping. I hope they score so I don't have to be in the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, why am I? I should be the one that's sitting on the halfway line. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Back to the Super League, though. Um, I think uh, Arsenal took so much flack for this. It's hilarious how how much everybody was roasting Arsenal. We Half of our show, I would say like 30 minutes of the show, um, the reaction show, was how the league is flawed because Arsenal's in it and there's other yeah. teams that aren't in it. There were so many tweets where it was like Arsenal after not winning a game in five years, in yeah. Super League, but still making 300 and something million. Yeah. It was like people celebrating. There was the one. There was the one that was like Arsenal were the top of the, we're at the top of the uh, Super League for its entire inception because yeah. it showed like the whole table. Yeah, they're like yeah. alphabetical lists for alphabetical. <laughs> Just like every year when the Premier League starts and they sit atop for just a little bit. Also, the Harry Kane one. Did you see those like Harry Kane was injured for the entire duration yeah. of the Super League? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did see. <laughs> there was what else happened? I, it was just a bunch of tweets like undefeated for the whole Super League. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like there was one where it was like Real Madrid and Barcelona after playing the 17th El Clasico in the year. <laughs> Because they're the only two teams that didn't officially withdraw. Yeah. Barcelona isn't voting until, like, the end of May. Oh, Juventus also didn't withdraw. Yeah, Juventus hasn't. Yeah. Um, Which is ridiculous to me. Of that, too. Like, the, the fact that you haven't withdrawn at this point is, or at least in, announced your yeah. intention. AC Milan and Inter definitely were real late to that party. They yeah. were. They were just like, oh, like all the Premier League teams left. We kind of have to now. Yeah, because it was really just... Chelsea were the big rumor for it first. They were the first. Man City, were the, Man City were the first to officially leave, and, th- and that happens within like a ten minute stretch. This this half hour period on yeah. Tuesday when everything wild. started, this was the craziest news was, break that I think I've ever seen. It was crazy. It was because I woke up and there was like, oh, room teams are rumored to be thinking about leaving. Blah blah blah. Rightfully so, because everyone's was pissed. Right. Yeah. And then we're coming out. <laughs> it just goes stuff. down. Because it was like Chelsea rumored to be getting ready to leave. And then it was like Man City announced they're leaving. And then at the end of the day, all six Premier League teams that withdrawn. Arsenal yeah. and Tottenham were last, though. Arsenal yeah. and Tottenham yeah. took their sweet time. <laughs> it, was, it was like, who's going to pull out last to be the one that says, like, we were in the Super League? <laughs> <So> mm-hmm. they... <laughs> but, like, like yes, yeah, what was I going to say? 
Yeah, didn't wasn't it Liverpool who played a game that day and still left bet- before Arsenal and Tottenham did? Yeah, that was the other Chelsea, thing that Chelsea happened. played a game that day. That whole weekend, yeah. those teams all struggled. Yeah, Liverpool dropped points. Juventus dropped points. They Atletico Real and Real dropped did. points. Atletico didn't. Yeah, we had won, like, Real dropped that. points. Arsenal dropped points. I'm pretty. Yeah, Arsenal tied full on. That was. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and they hit the, and they scored in the 97th minute to get the tie. Yeah. 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 Yep. Definitely. All the I you know I was disappointed with the players, honestly. With some of them. Not enough yes, of them came out. Not enough of them. That's yeah. I, I was very glad to see the responses. I think when players came out, they said things very well. Um, but, none of the Real Madrid or Barca players came out. And said, well, PK kind of did. But none of the Real Madrid players did. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads me to the belief that they might have known about it. Right. The, for some time here. Because, yeah, th- I think that's a good theory. The fact that, like, seen bruno was upset he was like the first player i had seen to come out and say he something was definitely the first big player to say something yeah. bruno was like yeah can't you, well you can't buy glory or something like that or something along those lines um and then obviously the players that day that um uh the leeds players bamford i i had a great tweet i thought um i said that the bamf has spoken uh, and uh incoming announcement from the super league that the it's canceled not 24 hours later they canceled it <laughs> i was like the bamf moves the needle um but uh yeah i was i was disappointed with the lack of players that came out and said something especially mess the fact that messi and ronaldo didn't say anything yeah. I'm glad we didn't need them to, but it there was a chance that it might have come down. I fl- I would two. fully believe that Messi and Ronaldo knew about it. At the very least, definitely Messi, because Barca were already in a state where Messi could be leaving. Now, rumors are Aguero is going to go to Barca, which would lead me to believe Messi stays. But yeah. you could not – you cannot do something with a player of that, like, quality of that whatever, right, and not tell him about it beforehand. Yeah. You can't just drop that bombshell and have him be no part of that process. It's like LeBron in the NBA. Obviously, he's a part of pretty much everything the Lakers do. Yeah. Messi, right. If Messi isn't a part of everything but Barca, he would absolutely be leaving. Yeah. I agree. Same thing with Ronaldo, even though Ronaldo's probably not I mean, he's definitely dropped in talent, but he is also two years older than Messi. He still he almost has more of the sway too in decision making I would think because of his social media presence it's much it's much greater and more as like a recognized star I think like people recognize Ronaldo as like a face of the game more than Messi Messi's more of like the name of the game so it, it, like hearing Messi's name it means more than hearing Ronaldo's name but like seeing Ronaldo means more than seeing Messi for the worldwide game I think and that if that makes any sense the two distinctions yeah. there Ronaldo's definitely more of that superstar especially star. yeah and especially like, here in America carries himself in that way yeah Messi does not carry himself with the arrogant cocky you know stature no he sat there and took a picture with every single and um, Barcelona player at the Copa del Rey final smiled. Yeah. Um, I thought that was an awesome moment. He was just like, yeah, come on. I'm, I'd definitely, love it. Definitely a good guy. Um, but yeah. like Except for his tax problems. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was disappointed with the lack of response, especially from some of the managers too. Like Jurgen Klopp, all he said was like, I still believe what I believed two years ago, which was that he right. didn't want to see why didn't why didn't you like just say that again? That was like a really soft way of getting he, not saying anything and not he upsetting. Said, he said nothing has changed. That was like his exact quote, like when asked about it. Yeah, it was, was a really really disappointed. Like I want to see you come out and straight up be like, no, I'm against this. Like Pep had this whole thing, and to his credit, he didn't come out and just straight up say I don't want this. He says I need more information about it. Yeah, because he didn't know about it. He was like, I need to know more about everything before i'm sitting here but at the same time sport cannot be bought right you shouldn't it's not sport if you are guaranteed success yeah i thought pep's response was fantastic yeah yeah. i thought he, he handled he it handled it very great. well and he basically said look we don't know all the details yet but as of right now i'm against it's it. not sport if you're guaranteed success yeah that's exactly right yeah, Klopp was wish, and then he like gets upset at the Leeds players for having shirts against it. He's like, "Yeah, we're trying to play a game here and everything." Well, okay, yeah, they are too, and this is important for them. Um, I wonder how he would have felt about all the players in the NBA wearing those like "I can't breathe" shirts. Yeah, that's would exactly he, would what he, I was would, thinking. Would he have come out and been like, "Oh, while well, we're trying to play a game here," like no, <laughs> no, right? Yeah, and it's... then Bamford had such a he. Going back to that, right? He had such a great response to it. Like, why doesn't UEFA treat racism the same way they treated the Super League? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the response and everybody. Pockets. Yeah, he like, banned players from the Euros if they're or like racist competing in UEFA competitions. Yeah, like the guy who racially abused um, was it Kamara on um Rangers? Oh yeah, dude, that was wild because the guy who said something got a ten match ban. And then Kamara got a three-match ban for, like, assaulting him. Right. Yeah, when he yeah. got called a monkey, right? On the, Some, I don't know all the something details. Something terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I love – like, Banff, every time he talks, is great. He's great with the media because he's he just seems so um, – like, he enjoys the game so much. He just loves the game. Uh, every time, like, he talks about his fantasy team and, like, captaining him, himself. On well, he's definitely more relaxed. Earlier in his career, he was you could tell he's definitely more nervy. Right, because there was more – expect. right, and there were more expectations on him, too. Like, he was at Chelsea. Um, now he's at Leeds. He can try to be I, a front. I think he made, like, two total appearances for Chelsea. He was never really at Chelsea. No, but like, but that carries something with you. Like, yeah. that's a burden on you. Like, you feel like you, you should be living up to something mm-hmm. when you're not necessarily – yeah. Yeah. I I think um, the Mourinho stuff is interesting to me. I really want to find out. I really want to find out more of why. Because when he first got sacked, the rumor was he, like, held a strike, basically. Like, he was not letting the players go out into the pitch at practice because he didn't – he hates the Super League. Like, I refuse to let my players be a part of this. Really? That was the first rumor. And then Levy was like, all right, you're out. Um, But then Levy came out and said it had nothing to do with the Super League. Mourinho really hasn't said anything. Um, I want him to come out. I want him to come out. That's true. I hope Mourinho comes out and says something. They could have made Um, him sign an NDA. If he was ever We're going to withhold your your bonus or your whatever your thing if you don't sign this. It might have been in the contract when he first signed his, like, initial contract, like – uh, two years ago or whatever when he signed that or he, i guess a year 17 months he was that's, in an interesting, that's a really interesting theory yeah and um 
because all the players, as soon as he was fired, like the whole thing was, oh, he's lost the dressing room. Like a lot of people thought like the team, but all the players came out and like tweeted something about, we love you and everything. Kane, son, even Dyer, who he was like pretty hard on Dyer. Um, like all, all said very positive stuff on social media right after he was fired. So it leads me to believe that he was just like totally against the Super League. And also the rumor came out that Levy just hired Mourinho for the Amazon dock and that he was always, he was never part of their long-term plans. Interesting. I mean, if you're a player and hear something like that, you're like, why are you wasting two years then? If I'm Kane, I am Harry Kane's your best player. Why are you wasting two of my prime years? I'm furious. I'm walking into that dress. I'm walking into his office going, I want out now because you just took away the possibility of, now, I think Mourinho's made Kane a better player. Mm-hmm. So Kane might not see it that way because he thinks he would say, hey, Mourinho should have been given more time here to maybe win something. Um, yeah. But there are other players like Deli Ali. Like you, you effed up my whole career for some publicity stunt on a documentary. Yeah. I mean, for Harry Kane, I mean, he's basically said, I want to leave if we're not in the Champions League. Right, which and looks and he's been and then Levy's been like, no, you're not leaving. But like, if the right price comes in, he's gonna leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, you just wasted two years of his career, and he's in his prime. Mm-hmm. Like, this is someone you could have sold like pre-pandemic for like one fifty mil. If you're really I actually about that money, I think he. I actually think about? he's going for more now. He's probably a top three pure striker in the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Probably but only I, behind Lewandowski. I'd, I'd probably say two, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Holland's not quite there, and Holland's a little bit more dynamic. I was being so I a little – yeah, I was being pretty generous with three, but, like, it's probably him and Lewandowski. Lewandowski's, I would say, one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I probably agree. I think but just, second. And you're just wasting this guy's career. Like, either spend money to support him or sell him. Mm-hmm. Because Mourinho your, had a big contract. Yeah, make your make your money on him, or build or spend money to build around him for success. Mm-hmm. Now I will say, once Mourinho got fired, Bale did come out and say we need to do attack more. So mm-hmm. Bale was definitely against Mourinho. Oh, I mean that's obvious though. He was never going to be with him from the start. I mean Mourinho didn't play him enough. Um, he did but, also have a really good game with uh, Ryan Mason in charge. Yeah, a guy that he's older than, which is crazy to me that Ryan Mason has this job. I mean, absolutely insane. This guy's only experience coaching is the U19s at Tottenham. Now, he he did play for Tottenham. I believe he played for Tottenham when he like cracked his dome open, right? No, yeah. I think he was oh, yeah. playing that what he wasn't he was on loan oh, was at on loan at Hull. Hull when that happened. Yeah. Yeah, like, and he or he might not have been his head, it might have been his neck. No, it was his head. It, it was, was a head? huge yeah. Yeah, I remember he got, like, his whole, like, everything was, like, messed up. Yeah, but I don't really care, like, what what ties to the club you have. I mean, if you're 29, I don't think you should be getting hey, first team. Sean McVay, right? Led the Rams to the Super Bowl, youngest coach. If he's good, if he's a good coach, you give him the chance. Now, I that's do think true. it's weird being younger than some of your players. That's that. See, that's yeah. the problem but I have. If you can garner the respect you need, I don't see anything wrong with it. No, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I'm not going to say he's going to do a bad job. I just think it's a weird hire, I, I, especially as an interim well, manager. When temporary, you... especially with the they have the EFL Cup final Saturday 
in two days. I know it's crazy to me that you fire you you fire arguably the greatest cup finalist manager of all time. You know they were twelve gonna, for fourteen. They were literally going to pack it in and just counterattack against Man City, which is what you need to do more or less. Yeah. If you open the game up against Man City, you could be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, Will be in trouble. It, it's very surprising. So that kind of that's why I kind of leaned that he that theory might be right. That he literally was like, no, we're not going to do anything. We're not playing in the Super League. I agree. And then I, got fired for it. I think this is this also could be the case, is that he wants Mourinho out regardless. But if he wins Europe, if he wins the cup final, then he's got a hard time firing him because the the fans are going to go, okay, why are we going to fire a guy who just brought us our first bit of silverware in well, years? Like if he wins that and then comes in like sixth though in the Prem, I do think you could fire him. Might you could, some, but it'd be, be harder. Some, you know, yeah, some resistance. But I like what Rain Rooney said about it, about him getting fired. Yeah, he, like, he basically was like, "Why are you firing him when there's a cup final?" Yeah, that's yeah. your next game, <laughs> right? That's I, I, I get it. I don't. I wouldn't have fired him anyway uh, either. I, um, I'm just trying to think what's going on in Levy's brain. Is he going, all right? I've got this Super League news, so he, that's also he he understands that part. So he's like, all right, Super League. We know all this stuff's coming out. It could also be a deflection tactic. So this is before they decided to leave. He fires him. So it could be a let's just create news um, to distract from the Super League a little bit, take some of the flack away. Maybe. Hmm. Well, speaking of cups, we should talk a little bit about the FA Cup. And Chelsea pulled off the upset. They beat Man City. Much to uh, my dismay. But they beat them. I'm trying to find it. They did. Yeah. one nothing. Hakim Zayek, someone who's been rather unperform- not performing well this year at all. But it was a nice goal. Timo Werner doing what he does best and not scoring and passing. Um, yeah, I mean, Man City didn't look great for sure. Now, De Bruyne does get hurt in this game. Mm-hmm. And right after this happened, I actually placed a bet on PSG to win the Champions League. Did oh. you? Yeah, because I mean, our, although there's rumors now that he's like gonna be back, but yeah, Man City without De Bruyne are completely different. I know, but they but they played really well earlier in the year without him. It's very so, true. Yeah. Very true. But he is a game changer. Um, there's no doubt about that. I, I, I just don't know how much this team is. So I think this team has been through a lot that now they've figured out so many different ways to win. I don't know if he's that important. Well, wait, you know who's really important and needs to start playing like it? Freaking Raheem Sterling. Mm. He has had such a shitty year. It, if you're going to win the Champions League, I, I agree. He needs he to have a good game. Play. You got three games left. He needs to have one, a good game in one of those, probably. If he even play, like, I don't even know. Maybe if he's don't even play. Maybe. I mean, he yeah. does have nine goals. He started the season off really well. Play Ferd, Foden, Bernardo Silva. And... Foden's going to be starting for sure. Bernardo had a great yeah. game against Aston Villa. Two assists. Yeah, he looked really good. Mahrez I mean, has been a, great when he's been playing. There's a reason why Bernardo Silva, the year Man City won it with 100 points the year before that, was considered like a top 10 player in the Prem. Mm-hmm. He is he's that an absolute stud. When, he, when, he, when he's on his day, 
and he's feeling it. He rivals De Bruyne. Now they're very different players. Yeah, De Bruyne is definitely more uh, direct, if you will. But Bernardo is quite the dribbler, quite the magician with his feet. I think Bernardo Silva is too much like Ozil for me, though, is that he's a little, he's very inconsistent with his performances. Yeah. The, I think Phil Foden reminds me of Bernardo Silva a little bit in the playing style. Just as a, like kind of smaller guys, really good dribblers, but they can unload a rocket as Phil Foden has been playing. Yeah. He's what been scoring I, funny too. What I, I feel think like needs to be said about Bernardo Silva is that he's got a great work rate. He is in no way like Ozil in the effort that he brings game in, game out. Yeah. Even oh, like okay. producing, he is, he is hustling. No, yeah, like Ozil would do things like he would just not track back and stuff and not do it. So, I, but I just mean that like he he's too inconsistent. Like some games he'll just like not be able to like he'll just go missing out in the pitch. I feel like. So interestingly enough, his ma- average match rating for Man City, his lowest ever was seven point one for a season, which is wow. crazy. Wow. So he goes seven point one in his first season. 7.35 the year he starts most of the games. And then 7.18, and then this year, 7.21. That's consistency right there. Let's look at someone like Mahrez real quick. Now, granted, different different players for sure, different positions. Mahrez is actually pretty high there too, except his first year. He uh, was a 6.79. Mahrez has been playing better to his credit. I've been vocal yes. about my uh, disliking for him. But he's been good. He's actually put up a lot of numbers. Hmm. Was it an error from Pep this game to start both Rodri and Fernandinho in the midfield? Could have been. Two more defensive players. Could have lost out. Uh, ironically, though, the two best performing players, according to Footmop, in terms of match rating. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the double. Like, you don't need a double CDM, but <clears throat> especially like I, yeah, I totally agree. It it bothers me with Man U that we have to do it because now, the back line's not good yeah, enough. Now, maybe against a team like PSG, you do run the double CDMs. Mm-hmm. But but they're too similar of a CDM. I feel like you need somebody who more box to box ish. You could play somebody in that position, but play a more offensively minded player like the box to box midfielder but but just have them sit back more but just like it, it gives you more versatility i feel like like i i would even play so McTominay is a good example um as somebody you can play in the cdm but he is a box to box guy so it's more just about the body in that area of the pitch but then he's also able to go forward more when he needs to mm-hmm I do feel like Pep definitely put out a weaker lineup because of the Champions League game midweek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although it's hard to say that any lineup's weaker. I mean, there is weaker, but like there is almost a second 11 that he's able to play from that's performing just as well. Yeah. I mean, you look at this bench. I mean, you look, so you're saying the bench maybe is the, is the, the better play, performing players right now. So, Mares, Foden, Gunagan, Silva, Kyle Walker, John Stones. But 
then you got Laporte, Diaz, Cancelo, Mendy, Rodri, Fernandinho, Sterling, De Bruyne, Torres, Jesus all starting. I mean, no slackers on that pitch. I've been upset with the lack of starts for Drow Cancelo recently. Hmm. He didn't, start against, he didn't start against Aston Villa. Now, granted, Kyle Walker actually had a pretty good game against Aston Villa. Um, I'm pretty sure he didn't start against Chelsea either. Oh, he no, did he start against Chelsea. He had a good game, though. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he's being saved for the Champions League. That's why he didn't start against Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Oh, they oh, we play Tottenham first. Hmm. Maybe that's why. Save him for the EFL Cup final. Then he can recover and come play PSG on Wednesday. Because regardless, I think – I mean, him and Kyle Walker are probably the best two outside backs, and they should just be playing. Zinchenko will get eaten alive. Yeah. I mean, granted, Di Maria typically plays right wing, not Mbappe. Yeah. but Regardless, Di Maria will get – Di Maria's not destroyed. as fast, though. No, if they were to – I mean, like, it's hard to be as fast as Mbappe. Yeah, but like he, he's no slouch with pace. He's he's like a normal quick <laughs> attacker. Yeah, we'll see. But let's talk a little bit about the Champions League. Make our little predictions here for the semis. Um, also PSG one, win it because everybody's getting banned. <laughs> one one quick thing to note: easy to do. Her. Quick thing to note: Bayern can win the Bundesliga with a win this weekend. Congrats to Bayern. Up by 10 with four games left. Um, no other leagues are decided yet. But no surprise, the Bundesliga plays four less games anyway. Um, uh, on, 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 the, I, on the note of no leagues decided, I thought that um, when – who were you playing? Villa went up one nothing in the first, like, 20 seconds. I was like, oh. Title race could be on. <laughs> it could be on. Like, hold up now. Because I saw another tweet. It was like, this is the same exact thing that happened to Man United. They were up by yep. eight with like eight teams <laughs> left or whatever. And then Man City won on the last day. But I was like, I really hope we don't lose the freaking. You Oscar. have like almost double our goal difference though. So yeah. that, that would be hard. So you would have to have lost. Man City would have to lose like game. three or four games. You have to lose three and we have to win out. That's just how it is because it's eight points. Yeah, but if you had lost that game, you have to play Chelsea and Everton still. So there was a good – there was a good – all right, you lose to Chelsea because you just did. And then Everton on the final day would be really interesting. Yeah, it would. But um, I don't think – I think not much. Going to the Champions League, real quick, you make the joke about PSG winning because all the teams dropped out. When that was the rumor that they were going to boot those teams, I got excited because I was like, hold up now. They're going to put Bayern back in it. <laughs> would they have you think because Real and Liverpool were, were the teams playing and they wouldn't put either of them back in they wouldn't put a team in from the round of 16 they would put Porto back in they would put who would mean Dortmund back in and then they'd be like oh we need another team Bayern PSG versus Dortmund Bayern versus Porto in the semis would they have put teams in or just crowned PSG they definitely would have they would have put teams back in I feel like. I don't know I don't think so because I don't think they would have just crowned PSG champions I feel like they should because they lost why do they deserve to get put back in like why does Bayern deserve to be put back in well, you Bayern lost on a wiggles let's clarify <laughs> okay but still like they <laughs> regardless should, you still lost. Get put back lost. in because they were reigning champions obviously 
Dortmund because they lost to Man City. All right. Aside from Bayern, you could just you, you could just say we're gonna replay that. We're gonna have play Bayern versus PSG. But it, but still they lost. But these I I feel like of the three teams you mentioned, Bayern deserved the least to have gotten put back in. Right. Because you, they were rightfully beat. knocked out by a team who was still in the league. No, the logic is though, if, no, no, the logic is if you're putting teams back in. That's the, if you're putting teams back in, right? You're definitely putting Porto and Dortmund back in. What do you Sevilla. do? For the, what do you do for the fourth team? Sevilla, then, easy. No, but but you no. already lost to somebody look, who's still look, in it. Look, like the logic is, the logic is if it's Real Madrid logic. and Liverpool, Real Madrid and Liverpool were the other quarterfinal, and they both were in it. And you're not going to go to the round of 16 to go grab another team. Why not? If you're going to go back one round, why because not? Because then you have to p- pick between who Real and Liverpool played. Atalanta or who did Liverpool? So they play a playing game. It's like a wild card. It's like a wild card. You, you, they got to play a play. I think it's just easier to put Bayern back in at that point. It's easier just to crown PSG champions. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but UEFA wants to play these games. They want the money. Yeah, but that's just ridiculously unfair. For I'd be if I was PSG, I'd be like, no, this is ridiculous. No, don't worry about it. No, Bayern go to the other side of the bracket. They play Porto. No, but they would still have to play PSG. I mean, they, I mean, they would still have to play Bayern. Well, right, Lewandowski will be back. Fine. Bayern played Dortmund. Porto played PSG in the semis. Give PSG, PSG the easiest that's, road. They that's could. quite possibly the most unfair, like, or like, because P- Dortmund. Sorry, I, I had a brain fart. Can't beat Bayern. They can't beat Bayern in one leg, much less two. Oh, Dortmund beat Bayern in the um, German Super Cup two years ago. A few years ago, <laughs> it was like it was like two years ago, two summers ago. But it, you just you realize though that any any scenario where putting teams in is unfair to PSG because they've already yeah, made yeah it sure. But like at the same time, if you're PSG, do you really want that championship for just making it to the semis? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't like I because everybody would put an asterisk next to it. Everyone would be like, "Oh, well, you didn't actually win it. You just got crowned champion." Yeah, but then they would also still put an asterisk next to it because you were like, well, you would, you, even if they went on to win from the teams being put back in, because you're like, okay, you didn't actually beat the best teams because those teams already lost to the teams you should have played, like City. Yeah, but it would be and, more, cre- more credited if they beat Bayern again. I, I don't disagree, but it'd still be an asterisk. Regardless. I don't think they would beat Bayern again, too. All right, let's just go to the semifinals. We have Madrid and Chelsea on Tuesday. Um, this game's in Madrid. So we're probably going to see Real defend for most of this leg. Although Chelsea love the setup to defend, so um, I'm gonna go with a Real one nothing win. Oh, I thought we were just going straight up tie predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can do that too. I'm just saying. I just think Real's gonna win one nothing, and I do think Real make it to the final. I agree. I think Real just how they've been playing. They're yeah. definitely gonna. They're Especially in, in Champions League. They're, they're just, back in form and a good time. Mm-hmm. At least in the Champions League, yeah. Why are you tired? Getting back Sergio Ramos, too. I don't want to. But getting back Ramos and Veron. I, I, like, I, I like the way Chelsea's playing right now, so I want to be able to pick them, but they're playing – they're just up against a better opponent, I think, unfortunately, for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's – as much as I want to pick Chelsea and as much as I will be rooting for them to beat Real, I I think that Real will be able to get it done. It, it's just 
also you you got to look at the the competition and just go every time it's the champions league any toss-up i think goes to real just because of their all right and now let's get to psg and man city um very much not a toss very much a Mm toss-up very hard to pick here um you're looking at it like psg could be like oh this is our year we they have to play Man City, a team that's been really, really good this year. This should be the final. This could be an absolutely well, yeah. electric. When the draw final. came out, everybody, I'm sure, everybody was pissed. Everybody's like, "Are you kidding me?" You put the, the three best teams were on the same side of the Man bracket. City. Man City was going to play the winner of PSG Bayern, which was really unfair to honestly every fan across the world because we get robbed of the final. Um, I'm not a fan of drawing the whole like each matchup like once. Like I want the draws after every round. I agree. Oh yeah. More excited. There's suspense. There's suspense. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And also, um, although I do like the way it's set up if Real wins for Real PSG. PSG or Real Man City. Real PSG. Either way, actually, because both of them are going to be going for their, their first Champions League. Or PSG hasn't won in their history, have they? Just recently. That, yeah. No, yeah. So, so um, both of them are going to be going for their first Champions League against the, the Dynasty team. Yeah, so we are assuming like, Real wins. I think Chelsea could get there. Oh, oh, for sure. Absolutely. Chelsea, this is I, to me, it's like a 55-45 of that tie. Yeah. But so I'm saying if Real wins, I think that's a great storyline to say you got to go up against the Dan, the guy who won three straight. You go, um, you, you know, it, it, I think it's just uh, it's like the Brady thing, um, like Mahomes trying yeah, to upset yeah, Brady. Yeah. And- if I may, I think that tie gets decided by away goals because I think Real keep the shutout in the home leg and then lose by one or something to Chelsea. That could happen. Um, PSG I, I, Man I City. I mean, with De Bruyne playing, I think I'm picking P- – like, I still think I'm picking Man City. Regardless. I'm picking Man City regardless as well. Um, PSG's defense is not good, and Kaylor Navas can only – Help him so much. Mm-hmm. PSG's um, midfield is bang average. I yes, think PSG's midfield Man City will it, dominate them. PSG's midfield is midfielders that have played in the Prem. I mean, yeah. Ander Herrera, Idris Aganagay, um, Leandro Paredes. Now, if Baratti should be back, I believe, right? Baratti is very good. Yeah, I think he'll be back. Danilo Pereira has been, he played really good against Bayern. Um, Paredes is not nothing special. He's, he's a, not. He's a no. he's a box to box. He's an okay box to box midfielder. Um, Danilo is yeah, a really good CDM. Julian Draxler is just not very good. And no. I heard rumors that he's going to go to Bayern next year, and I'm not for that because he's just not no. that talented. Um, where PSG have the advantage, it's in the attack with yeah. Mbappe, Neymar, and now Icardi's back. He's mm-hmm. playing. He just scored a hat trick this weekend. Um. So you're looking at a front three. Oh, if they play that front three, then whoever does play left back for Man City is in trouble because they're getting Neymar or Mbappe on their side. Right, because Cardi will play through the middle. Yeah, Cardi will play through the middle. Now, this is just me speculating that that's going to be the starting front three. Um, that is where they can beat City. John Stones now will be fresh for the Champions League after getting a red card. He won't be able to play in the EFL Cup final. Has had a good season. Yeah. yeah, but he, I mean, looked a little, that was an awful tackle that he made, but regardless. It was strange, very strange. I think it's still a yellow card, but different, different. Oh, no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Card all day. It, it looked um, like a yellow to me. Yeah. So him and Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz has been great. Um, it's, and then probably Kyle Walker and Cancelo, I can hope. But Zinchenko's been playing actually fairly well, so he might get the start. 
that between those back four, and then you figure Man City is going to possess the ball mm-hmm. for the most part, at least. I mean, Bayern possessed the ball fairly well against PSG. I would expect them to pro- probably the same system they ran against Bayern. Um, but I just I think it's going to be low scoring. Dare I say that? With because Man City just don't aren't really involved in a lot of high scoring games that go both ways. Mm-hmm. The high scoring games they're involved in, they're usually up like they five just thought games. right. Yeah. Um, I think Man City. This game is in Paris, so Man City might be a little bit more risky, or they might be like, you know what, we can win at home. Let's set up. Let's try to get one goal. I think that's definitely going to be the focus. Get a goal, have an away goal. You know you can shut out pretty much any team. Now, yeah. can you shut out that front three? Different conversation. Probably no. not. Byron did. Now, granted, they had the help of the crossbar post. Yeah. Um, and to Byron's credit, they in the first leg. I mean, like, if you figured PSG scored three goals, you would have thought that would have been in the second leg, not the first leg. But different conversation. Um, I see Man City winning this. And I see it being tight. Like, either by one goal or away goals again. I think I see City winning. I mean, uh, PSG winning this, actually. Um, Just because I think we're faulting. um, I I get that the players on paper aren't as good, but they did just beat Bayern. So I think there is a little bit of credit you have to give the players, even though they aren't the, the names. They held on against Bayern. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, they held on so they could hold on against City, and I think that um, the way City is going to play is actually going to set up better for um, Mbappe and Neymar because Bayern isn't as like they're attacking, but they're not as like controlling as fair, City. Fair. Bayern, I think, are also more open back to counters attacks than Man City are. Mm-hmm. Yes, although um, I I don't I think it's easier for um, like Bayern to transition back. And we should also keep in mind here that Kylian Mbappe has been a part of a team that upset Man City with Monaco, mm. and Pep does have a famous uh, famous reputation for overthinking things. In my right. opinion, right, what he needs to do is see what happened in the first leg against Bayern. Bayern got countered the whole game. Or, right. And it cost them. So, All through same, with Barca. same with Barca. So this is the away leg here, right? Man City are going to recognize they need a goal, but they're also going to be like, all right. Because like, if they take a lead into the second leg, they're not blowing it. I'm very confident in that. They're going to sit there and they're going to run Rodri and Fernandinho in the home leg. I, I agree. I would agree with that. And Rodri's literally just going to sit back the whole game. You can pencil in him to get a yellow in one of the legs. I, I guarantee yeah. Rodri gets a yellow card at some point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so in this leg, I think he's going to run with probably one seat. Maybe Ro- just Rodri in here. Gunduan, Foden. I mean, I hope Jesus doesn't play because I don't think he's very good. Um, I hope – I wouldn't mind seeing Foden play up top, actually, and just play as that false nine. I mean, isn't Aguero back? Shouldn't he yeah. be playing? <laughs> right? I don't know why he still isn't. Um, Pep doesn't like him now, I guess. No, I mean, and to his credit, we are winning without him. He's he's used to the teams. The, you don't change a good thing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be maybe a mistake by Pep if he put Aguero in now. 
now, but I don't want to say playing Aguero is ever a mistake, but it could mess up the chem going on. Um, I don't know. Like, it's going to be a great game to watch for sure. But I do think Man City win. I, I, have, I will hold out my hope that Pep does not overthink this. That that's my fear is that Man City just doesn't. We put all this. We've put all this pressure on them to like build up of like this quadruple talk, and then we saw them fall to Chelsea over the weekend. And that's sort of my thinking here, is they're they're gonna. I think they beat Tottenham over the weekend. And I think they do it handedly, um, and then I think they win the Prem. So I I don't I I don't think he's gonna win. I don't think he's gonna win um, the treble, and the, so I think the Champions League might be where he. He falls short on that. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be good to watch for sure. I mean, Pochettino has never won really a trophy either. No, right. But although he did get to the Champions League final with a Tottenham squad that is very was very poor. A Tottenham squad that shouldn't have been there. Yeah, for various reasons. Whether you look at the game against the tie against Man City, or you look at the tie against Ajax, Ajax blew a thing up in Eden. Yeah, although Lucas played half. out of his mind. I mean, yeah. it, part of the reason was Tottenham played really well in that second half. They wanted it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but like, that that team should not – if you look at it on paper, that team should not have been in a Champions League final be, without Kane and Son. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> Freaking Lorente was their main striker. I mean, a bum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, me and Ryan are agreeing here that it's, we're going to pick Real City – and you're going Real PSG. Yeah, I think the story. Too, I, I don't know. I think both of them, both of them. If like I had to say, like the fate. What what is like the golf now, soccer gods want yeah. to happen? I think either one of those matchups they would be fine with. Now, dare I say, this is UEFA here. Oh, we I was. Just, oh. We what do they? What I was going to say. How do we they just, fix this? We just saw three of these teams attempt to leave, right? And the only team we didn't see attempt to leave is PSG. This is a good point. Now, if there's some suspect calls going on in this in this tie, yep, I think Twitter's going to erupt. I even I like, I didn't both of these teams, PSG and Man City. But if they like, if there's some sus stuff that goes in favor of PSG, I think uh, there's going to be quite a few people that are just outraged. So this ref better he's going to be on like danger alert here. Yeah, I I hadn't thought of this until you just brought it up now, and I that to me it just it's like. I can see it now, like an offside, like a VAR, sus call, and maybe Sterling's in behind, and he's like, it's, it's, that, it's that millimeter offside decision. Or um, he's, he's onside, like and, and the ref puts his flag up, because then it, you have to stop. And that's what happened against oh, Bayern. Oh, right. Two PSG's credit. I, I mentioned this last time, but like Bayern got some sus offsides calls in that game. One where Mbappe was absolutely on, and the ref put his flag up at midfield, mm-hmm. and they blew it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I told I could see I could see it now. Yeah. But it should still be a good uh good game for sure. Oh yeah, very um very excited about it. All right. Well then let's move over to Ryan. Do you have a couple of your uh scintillating stats for us? I do, I do. Oh let me let me pull them up. Beautiful, beautiful. Ah, very La Liga centric right now. So 
Okay. We'll start off with the highest scoring trios in the 21st century in all competitions. So, fact or fiction, the top 11 highest scoring trios of this century are all Messi, or all include Messi and Ronaldo while they're at Barcelona and Real Madrid. Mm. Of this century? Yes. So you're saying the top 11, meaning Lewandowski, like Mueller, and Navri aren't – I found that hard to believe. Lewandowski and Navri scored a lot of goals last season. Yeah, or a one of the Premier League front threes, like maybe the Invincibles, like a like a Henri Barcamp Perez trio. I mean, that to me. No, it wouldn't surprise me because what about the ones like where like Sturridge and Suarez and those that the 13, 14 scored a lot of goals. Yeah, I'm gonna go fiction. I think that's fiction. There's plenty of duos that I think have put up plenty of numbers. It is fact. Really? What's the lowest total? Out of like the top eleven? Yeah. What's the eleventh total? Ninety-three. Oh wow. From what? Um 2012, 2013, Ronaldo 55, Benzema 20, Figuain 18. In 12, one goal behind. You said it, Joey. Lewandowski 55, Nabry 23, Muller 14. Yeah, wow. That was close. Yeah. I knew I knew they scored a lot of goals last season. Mm-hmm. Dare I say, if you adjust that for a normal Champions League campaign, <laughs> they would have. Yeah. So I'll consider myself half wrong. <laughs> I need I need and the then, goals per game ratio, not not just goals. Mm-hmm. Also, they play in the Bundesliga four less regular games. Okay, and in addition to that little bonus thing, four of, or three of the top four seasons are the three MSN seasons. I they have one, two, and four. I would say that's fact. Yeah, it is. I was just saying that. I was just saying that. They had one, 131 goals in their second season, and in their first they had 122. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Okay, let's move on. We'll we'll stay in La Liga, and this time we'll focus on one player, Lionel Messi. So fact or fiction, Messi has two hundred more successful passes in the league this cal or this season than the next highest. Two hundred more. That's a lot of passes. Yeah, two hundred more mm. successful passes in the final third than any other player in Europe. In, in Europe, not just La Liga. Yeah. I don't know. 200 for the calendar year in the no, final No, no, no. Not calendar year. Complete league season. Okay. Uh, more so since since why did I think August or September? Since um, August? No, he does play every game. I don't know. 200 in the final third is the key. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. passes period I'm gonna go with fiction yeah I agree it is fact wow <laughs> interestingly enough I should have known that he was gonna pick before a before the game today it would have been fiction but he completed enough passes 
in today's game to go above it. In the oh, so that's what we're doing here. <laughs> we weren't up to date on today's game, you know. It just exactly we, we were thinking well, about before, you know, we had seen that. <laughs> well, Messi is right now sitting at 870 successful final third passes. Then next up is Bruno Fernandez with the devil's number. Oh, we won't say yeah. that on this podcast. Yeah. And actually, wait, actually, I didn't look at how many Jordi Alba completed because he's in third with what? 659. Uh, so, oh, actually, so, we... so actually today, Jordi Alba could have passed Bruno. But I oh, doubt he, could, he could have passed Messi. Who knows? Who knows how many passes? Research. Wow. He could have had like 200. <laughs> yeah, Jordi Alba could have had like 300 and could have been easily in first. That's disappointing. We need to fact check. 52 accurate passes in opposition half 28. That's definitely enough to put him messy, not 200 ahead. I, I don't, I can't check easily enough if it was final third or not. Final third. Yeah. There's 28 in the opposition half. How many would he need? He would need, um, he would have needed. Oh, he would have needed twelve to make it fiction. Oh, I think, I think it's fiction. I think I think we got it. I think we got it, Joey. That twelve of those twenty-eight were in the final third. Wow, we have to fact check Ryan's. Oh. I mean, how many more have we gotten right that he said we got wrong? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is. Uh. Look, one of them was a key pass, so you know one of them was definitely one. Yeah, but we need 12, Joey. One doesn't know. <laughs> well, no, we only need 11 out of 27. Well, that's true. We're right. We're knocking it down. Exactly. We have to go back and watch the game now just to, like, count how many. There's exactly. one. There's one. Exactly. I'm going to believe that it's fiction. I, right, Ryan, what's I, next? I'm settling with you, too, Joey. Hashtag not my fact. <laughs> Let's head over not my to scintillator. the League. So... Oh, this isn't just this isn't just the Premier League. This is all-time English top flight statistics. Oh, so fact or fiction? Or Bobby Charles? No, no. Fact or fiction? The top two teams with the most top flight games are from the same city. So you're talking so Liverpool and Everton. Or, or a London team. There's a any two London teams. teams. We could pick yeah. any two of like the 30 London teams. Yeah, I'll go facts and go with London. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fact. I'll narrow it down. Is it fact or fiction that it is Liverpool and Everton? Or oh, is that's it not Everton? That's not teams? London. I'll say, I'll say it's fact that it is Liverpool and Everton. Yeah, I would bet that it's those two as well. It is fact. <laughs> Liverpool's game against Leeds brought them out of a tie for second. With Manchester United? Arsenal. Oh. Everton have 4,587. They're clear and away at the top. Really? Liverpool have 4,205. United and City are in fifth and sixth. With three thousand eight hundred forty-eight and three thousand six hundred ninety. Who's All fourth right. then? Fourth is Villa. Okay. Four thousand one hundred thirty-eight. Do you have one more for us, Ryan? I do have one more for you. 
All right. Ooh. Okay. Would you rather talk about Mbappe or Oblak? Mbappe. Mbappe, I guess. Okay. So fact or fiction? Um, minimum 40 games played. Killing Mbappe has the highest non-penalty goals and assists per 90 in UCL history. With a minimum of 40 games played? Yeah. So Holland does not is not included. I think so. That sounds right. He doesn't score penalties for the most part. No. Neymar takes those. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go fact. I'll agree. I'll, I'll concur. It is fact. He has 1.16 goals and assists per 90. That's pretty penalties. insane. That's yeah. a lot. All right. I'll give you I'll give whoever guesses the player in second first a bonus point. Player in second. With a minimum of 40 games played? Yeah. Ronaldo. Messi. Messi is third. Ronaldo is fifth. All right. All right. Another guess. Lewandowski. Tyler. Wait, I changed I, my, I changed my Neymar. It is Neymar. It is Neymar. Mbappe 1.16. Neymar is at 1.06. Messi is at 1.03. Then it's Kareem Benzema, Mm. the person Tyler hates, at 0.96. I don't. All right, that's harsh. And Cristiano Ronaldo at 0.94. I just don't like people that blackmail other people. (laughs) Poor Valbuena. Do we what have any? Do we have any best bets for this weekend? Oh yes. You let me down last weekend with your West Ham one. Yeah, I know. I was very frustrated. Freaking me too. Newcastle. I would have made a lot of money if West Ham won. They were in a fat parlay. Yeah, well, you had made that before I recommended it anyway, I so did. I didn't I let did. you down. <laughs> I did. Maybe well. you let me down subconsciously with something. Maybe, maybe. All right. So first one we got is on twenty uh, third. That's tomorrow. Uh, so hopefully this will be out before this game. Um, I got the draw of Everton and Arsenal. I think that those are two teams that are playing relatively the same at the moment. Um, not a lot separating them. Arsenal having a lot of draws, uh, especially this late one against Fulham. Everton's going to be really pushing for it, obviously for top four. Um, although I don't think that's probably in the realm of possibilities anymore for them. So, yeah, uh, draw there plus two set of two forty seven. Um, next on Saturday, I believe this is Saturday or is it Sunday? I don't know what the twenty fifth is. Maybe that's Sunday. Sunday. Yes. So that first one, Burnley at Wolves, and because of Burnley's position in the relegation fight, I'm going to take Burnley plus two ninety. Wolves not having really anything to play for right now. Um, so I think Burnley's just going to have a more desire. They're going to get this done. And then for the same reason, I'm picking West Brom at Villa plus 340. West Brom's kind of on a little bit of a heater right now, trying to crawl out. Big Sam making his final just push. just lose to Leicester today. That's they, true. They got smashed. They got – but um, but it's Villa, who again, same thing. Like Wolves doesn't really have anything to play for, so – yeah, uh, actually, Villa has more. They have a few games in hand. They could push push up into Europa League spots. Maybe um, doubtful. 
they have two games in hand on Tottenham, one game in hand really on some of the other guys. So probably not going to happen. They're on 44 points. Yep. All right. Well, that concludes our show. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about what went down.